The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey, this is Sammy Clark. And this is Sammy Spalter. We are best friends, co-founders of our wellness platform, Form, and now hopefully your new favorite podcast host with our new podcast, Transform. We started Transform because we are constantly having all of these big life chats. So we thought it was time to bring the conversations to the mic for you to join in, knowing we can all relate to the forming the best version of ourselves. We will be chatting it up from everything from self-love, health and wellness, relationships, owning a business, and all of the other hills and valleys that is this big, beautiful life. Tune in every week, wherever you listen to your podcast. See you See soon. You soon. Welcome back to my weekly podcast, Taste of Taylor. I'm Taylor, and joining me, I'm so happy. It's been too long. I know, and I feel so cracky right now. Oh, I like you cracky. That's I my feel, favorite I version feel of so you. I so cracky. You know, we had, I had lots of martinis last night. Like, I don't feel hungover as in, like, I'm going to vomit or, yeah. like, I don't have a headache. Yeah. It's just that, like, cracky feeling. In case you don't know who's here, it's my bestie, Stassi Schroeder. Hi. Hey, girl, hey. Hi. Oh, my, say hey, girl, hey, bye to me. Hey, girl, hey. Thank you. Um, I'm wearing glasses because I have this dye in my eye. That is the worst pain in the world, and I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's horrible. I know. It was brewing yesterday I on know. the way to Polo Lounge. I could feel the fucker yeah. coming, but I've never had a sty. Are you? I'm, th- th- I, I popped my sty cherry. Are you serious? Swear to God. How'd you know that that's what it was going to be then? Not to brag, but my dad's an ophthalmologist, so no. I'm like a doctor. So but, so you knew the pain that you were feeling yesterday, you knew it was going to turn into a sty, even though you have never felt that pain before. I just, you know, I worked uh, summers at my dad's office. I saw lots of styes come and go. Wait. One like, time I saw somebody come in with herps in their eyes. Wait, that was scary. I literally Clorox bleached wiped everything in the vicinity of the, the patient. That's not a HIPAA violation. I didn't say their name. Can we <laughs> Can we talk about how elite you are as a human being? Yes. This is your first sty? Um, do you think it's because of my dad? Like I have good eye hygiene because of my dad? Is there such a thing as good eye hygiene? I just made it up. Like, I don't know. The way I get a sty like at least three times a year but like am i am i sty girl now like it, is it, it one of those things that like when you get it now you're going to start getting it i i was doing a little research this morning and yes i apparently once once you open the sty floodgates yeah you're just going to be stying all over the place God, i'm so sorry i know i'm so sorry well i'm gross like the rest of you now mm-hmm. i was so much better then you were you were <laughs> elite um do people think styes are contagious like are you all like grossed out by my sty. I don't have never felt that way before. Oh, amazing. But uh, should I? I don't know. I don't think they're contagious. Like pink Are we eye sure? is contagious as fuck. I remember Bo got pink eye because Ow. Hartford's poop. There you go. That'll do it. I remember like in college, one of my roommates got it because her twin brother came to visit and he farted on the pillow. That... I don't like this conversation. Horrible. Like, Horrible. Enough. Like, let, let's... Yeah, pink eyes disgusting. Can we move along? Okay, fine. <laughs> I don't want to talk about my style anymore either. Okay, anyway. What I want to talk about... There's so much you want to talk about. Let's start it off with, I want to talk about meeting my godson. Yeah. Finally. Yeah, that was a mosh. Oh, my God. I was really, like... I was moved. But how cute is my son? He is so delicious. You he, mean my son? My godson? Like, he's never had an awkward phase, which means he's going to have one in... Teenage years, but which means uh, it will build character, make him a nice, decent person. Yes. Everyone needs to be knocked down during their teenage years. Pretty privileged, really. It caught, we've discussed this before. I think concert at Like, I mean, you get no personality. So Correct. we want personality. Yeah. So we're going to need Messer to get a little fugly yeah. at some point. I'm going to guess around the age of like, boys usually turn into little weird gremlins around like 11 or 12. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. Let's manifest when that. When their voices start to drop. Oh my God, that's so weird that I'm going to have like a teenage boy. Right? Wow. I know. That, that, that's going to be, that's going to be hard. Teenage boys is going to, because Tay and I are still trying to go back and forth between like girl or boy, because we get to pick. Yeah. And, um, oh, did I just give that secret away? That's a secret? Whatever. Fuck it. Is that a secret? Is that a secret? Well, we haven't really uh, confirmed that we have a boy and a girl. I just feel like. Either way will be amazing, but you will be less jealous if you guys have a boy. We will be less jealous. You will be less. You 
will be less jealous of the kid. Oh, yeah, you know how crazy I am. Yeah, like, Thank I'm, I'm worried about you being jealous of the kid. Right. Getting all of Teddy's attention. You're right, and I will be less jealous I of a boy. I think you'll be less jealous of a boy. Because I'll think that the girl's going to run away with my lesbian wife. <laughs> Like, but, I confessed to you last night at dinner. Remember, we were talking just about how much we love each other. Yes. And then, um, how do we get into it? You were like, if I ever found out that you were like, oh, I was just saying um, how I feel so awkward around people. And, like, I get so, like, I, I get so much anxiety, social yes. anxiety, because of me. Yeah. And then you were like, if I ever found out that you felt awkward around me, I would be so insulted. And I said, well, first of all. No, it would break my heart. I wouldn't be insulted. But it wouldn't. But it, I would bre- it would break my heart. Well, is your heart broken? Because I literally confessed to you that I had, like, a mentee B after you left when I first started digging takes. I was scared that she would fall in love with you. No. Okay. <laughs> So that didn't break my heart because that was like nine years ago. Oh, okay. Okay. Like we, yes, yes. we were good friends, but not the way that we are now. Oh, I see. So like it would break your heart if you found out I was anxious around you in like the last five years. Yes. Got you. Correct. Oh, I'm not anxious around your ass. I know. I feel that. 100%. I am. But like, can we talk about though that you thought I was going to steal? I am the straightest fucking girl alive. Uh, And you thought I was going to steal your girlfriend. Yeah, but you were insulted when I didn't have a crush on you when I came out to you that I was gay. So I thought maybe you would just like the attention or something. It wasn't, I wasn't truly insulted. It was just, I was curious as to why I wasn't your type. Insulted. I want to be everyone's type. I know you do. That, hence the fear <laughs> of you just not being able to, you being just like flirty with Tay just because you but want her I'm, to like, no, like you but and I'm her not, falling for your straight ass. Straight is her type, I'm bitch. not a flirty person. Have you ever seen me flirt? I've actually never seen you flirt. I, I'm not a flirty person at all. So what do you do when you're like dating men and like, how did you get Bo? I genuinely don't know. <laughs> like, I, I don't know wild like you never like I am the one person that you don't have to worry about around your man or girlfriend or whatever like I will never be flirty I'm not even flirty in my relationships it's giving asexual and I'm here for it as an asexual myself yes I really like that okay so let's go back to your adorable son my adorable godchild I have to say so Tay and I we are the guardians of um, our Ashley and Ben's kids. They're mm-hmm. like, if anything happens, God forbid. Um, what, like, there are, I mean, yes. that's major. Yes. But I don't even like talking about it. Toy, toy, toy. Yes. Um, but I don't think I've ever been a godparent. I'm, I was my brother's godparent, but that like didn't count. I was like 12, like whatever. Right. So I just, it feels different. Yeah. It does. You need to just guide him, show him love, wisdom, attention, all of the things. You picked the, you picked the wrong pony, my friend. But luckily, <laughs> Taylor Donahue is also involved in the mix. So he'll be fine with that. Oh my God. I can't believe it took us three months to get out of here. I'm also like spiraling about that. Four months. <gasps> okay, no one's counting. <laughs> but no, I told you guys. I said, I don't want you guys to come when he's a newborn anyway. It's like the older he gets, the more fun it is. Totally. You know? Yeah, him and I were having a kiki upstairs. We were talking shit yeah, together. Yeah, you know, like back then, like a month ago, two months ago, he's just he was just a blob. A total blob. Now he has more of a personality. I know, but I feel like, I, I feel, I felt like this instant sadness that like, I had missed a part of his life. That's how it felt. And I can't believe it because I am so selfish and I never think about babies like this. Yeah, that's really sweet. Thank you. you. But like, Thank don't you. feel that way. Okay, well. Yeah. Oh, I just got a wave of nausea. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about why we're so hungover. So, first of all, the way I have missed drunk Stassi, it feels like you have been fucking pregnant for our entire friendship. I literally, it was a thing of the past. Drunk Stassi was a thing of the past in my mind. Yeah. Yeah. And last yeah. night she came out in full fucking force. Yeah. Five martinis, bitch. Five. That's no joke. How am I alive? Also, who am I? Who do I think I am? Also, the dark passenger tends to be linked to martinis it, for, for me as well. I'm passing no judgment. So I got a little bit like, ooh, are we going to see like a kata? The dark she passenger, come out. The dark passenger, I would say, is more linked with, with wine. Oh, wild. I think so. Really? Uh, maybe maybe I'm wrong. Now I'm thinking back on every birthday and there's no way I drink wine at no. all those parties. Tequila and vodka are kryptonite for me. Huh. Okay. Yeah. So you were worried. I thought maybe we would see like a little bit of like, you know, um, well, I, I was also worried because the last time I had hard alcohol, I acted like a monster. So I am no longer allowed to drink more than one martini. Okay. Because it makes me go super cray cray. So I'm like sticking to wine basically. Oh. Yeah. This is a new development. See, I actually feel like I'm in a better mood 
That's so crazy. With liquor. Then like, because wine, I just like get like tired and down. And sassy. And not just like, just angsty. You were fun when we drank that bubbly red the other night. That's true. You and your purple teeth were having the time of your life. Maybe I just am fun. You're fun when you drink. I'm. Thank you. I really missed it. I really. I, this is horrible. <laughs> like, but I really, <laughs> I really did. Because think about tour. Yeah. Sober Sally over here. I mean, you had to be. You're pregnant. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. It was a vibe. It really was a vibe. And, and the last time when I visited you guys in New York, I was pregnant, so I yeah. couldn't. I couldn't have any fun. Yeah, my fucking birthday. How dare you? I know. Make my birthday about your pregnancy. <sighs> but it was really fun. I truly had the time of my life. Yeah, Polo Lounge is just, it's it. So Tay and I went uh, Friday. So we went actually like, we went twice this trip. Yeah, I know. Because we're addicted to overpriced salads. Yeah, 100%. And also, just like- $45 the, like, crab cakes. Ridiculous. One crab cake. Their sole, the, the Dover sole though, is next. It's, it's, it's fucking Parisian level, okay? Highly recommend. Worth every, pe- worth every penny of that $100. <laughs> It really is crazy. I mean, Dover Soul is expensive everywhere. It really is. So I actually feel so like that. If you're gonna, it, it's the only fairly priced thing on the menu with Polo Lounge. Technically, you're, you're that is correct. <laughs> it yes. really is. And Tay and I split it. So yeah. honestly, we had the cheapest meals at the table. Yeah. We also ordered a table fried chicken. We ordered a plate of fried chicken for all of us to eat. Well, I mean, the Polo Lounge normally doesn't have fried chicken, so like, I, I had to try. It was really good. Yeah, it was. It was great. You know what I liked? The slaw. The slaw? The slaw that it came with. How much was that table chicken we got? I don't know, but there was a kale slaw that was creamy as fuck. You know that shit was drenched in mayonnaise or whatever the fuck it was. Oh, yeah, baby. And I I really, the slaw is where it was at. We really, we feasted. Yeah. We really were on one last night. Thinking about the fact that I had that many martinis is like making the vomit come up in my mouth. Like I'm feeling it coursing through my stomach. It's like trying to decide what to do. (laughs) So it was the three of us, me, you, Tay, and then uh, Aaron and Jenna, friends of yours. But honestly, at this point, I've known them so long. Yeah. I mean, what a crew we had. What a fucking crew. We were really naughty. Like, we very much misbehaved at the polo lounge. No, y'all did. Oh, right. Like, yeah. why was everyone looking at penis photos the whole night? Jenna started it and with that with the with the dick pic. It was it was what was it? She was at a child's birthday party, and and there was there a was, Superman, there was a Spider Man. Oh yeah, and you could see literally the outline of his penis and balls <laughs> the whole entire party. And so she just kept putting this up on the on her she phone. She kept recording it because she was horrified. Yeah, and so she just kept replaying the video to us. And every time she went to show us the video, the waiter came over. Yes, this episode of Taste of Taylor is brought to you by Bowling Branch. Close your eyes. Okay, go on a journey with me. Now imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine getting them even softer with every single wash. Enter Bolin Branch. With Bolin Branch sheets, you're going to discover a new level of softness. Softness of the heavens. Softness of the gods. Literally, it's like sleeping in a freaking cloud. They have upped my sleeping game. It's so luxurious. I feel like a queen. The softness, I don't even know how to explain it to you. You know, like babies, baby skin times 10. That's Bowl and Branch sheets. Okay. And I really noticed how amazing my Bowl and Branch, you know, like when you have something all the time, you can kind of take it for granted. But over like the last month or so, Tay and I have been traveling a lot. Thanksgiving, staying at my parents, Christmas, staying with uh, my sister-in-law. Now we're out in LA and we were at a hotel and now we're at an Airbnb. And they don't have bowl brand sheets and I am not well. I am an unwell girl and I need to get home to my bed so I can have a good night's sleep. Oh my God, they make such a difference. I'm sorry I took you for granted, bowl and brand sheets. I miss them so much. I cannot wait to get home to them. And it's not just me, FYI. In a recent customer survey, 96% of people said that bowl and branch sheets get softer with every wash. They really do. And like when you first get them, you're like, these are buttery and soft and delicious. And then it's kind of scary when you wash them and you're like, is it going to get pilly? Is it going to get ruined? No. Bowl and branch gets even better. And that's because these sheets are made from the rarest 100% organic cotton. And they're this buttery and breathable weave that gets softer and softer over time. And I love the breathability too. Cause like I have hot leg syndrome at night. Ooh, the legs get so hot. And with Bowling Branch, I am good to go. 
And I love this, they're made without toxins. So they're free from synthetic pesticides, formaldehyde, and other harsh chemicals that sometimes are in sheets. Isn't that crazy? Not Bolin Branch. Oh, and Bolin Branch sheets fit the deepest of mattresses, which is important because my wife now has like this sleeping pad on her side of the bed. I know, way romantic, right? But we were having a hard time finding a fitted sheet that would like fit over it because now it's like a king-size mattress, but like double on one side, if that makes sense. Anyway, it fits. Bowl and Branch fits, and they're labeled with top and bottom tags. Oh, thank you. So it makes making the bed much easier, and I make my bed. Yeah, I am a down-to-earth girly, and also they look gorgina. We have, like, we have them in white because we're basic. I just, I just love a crisp white sheet, but they have a ton of different colors to choose from. And it's not just me. Over 11,000 reviews from millions of sleepers who love Bowl and Branch just as much as me. And I love this. A 30-night worry-free guarantee so you can wash, style, and sleep in their sheets for an entire month. And if you don't love them, you can send them right back. That's when you know it's the good good because they're like, our product is amazing. So we're going to, you know what? Take your time. Sleep better at night with the softest sheets from Bolin Branch. Get 15% off your first order when you use promo code Taylor at bowlandbranch.com. That's bowl and branch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D-B-R-A-N-C-H.com, promo code Taylor, T-A-Y-L-O-R. That's bowlandbranch.com and use that promo code Taylor. Exclusions apply. See site for details. And now back to the podcast. But also, so Tay and I were there Friday, and I'm not going to ever say who. You know. You know who. Mm -hmm. But I'm not going to ever say who because I just feel... Help me explain this. So Tay and I were at the Polo Lounge on Friday night. It was fucking empty, probably because of the awards shows and stuff around town. Right. People must have been like, what, getting ready? I don't fucking know. It was bizarre. But it was empty, empty, empty. Like, so empty that I felt bad sitting outside. Was it empty inside? No, it was not. Okay, maybe it was just cold. Oh, I forgot about that. We're New Yorkers. (laughs) So I was like, is it okay if we sit up there? And they were like, yeah, there's one other table, but just you guys. But it's fine. Like, please, bless and believe. And then as we were sitting there, a famous person walked in. Mm -hmm. I did not notice. Tay noticed immediately. This person is very much in the news. Yeah. And was talking very loudly and was a very interesting conversation. And we heard every single thing this person talked about. But I have said, Tay and I discussed, and we told you because we had to. Yeah. But we all agreed collectively that sharing the information would have been like, it just, it would be gross. I think it, yes. And I'm, your listeners are going to be so mad at me. But I know. I'm sorry. I vote no. It's an invasion of this person's privacy. And we feel this person, given the circumstances of their life, deserve privacy right now. Yes. Yes. And I just think it, it wouldn't, yeah, it wouldn't be right. And and literally all your listeners right now are like, fuck you, Stassi. Just fucking let her say it. I'm like, no, I won't. I will not be a part of it. If you decide to go rogue one day, I won't be on that episode. I will say, though, like. I just like, what if someone did that to me? That's why I'm not going to do it. Because, like, it's like, if the roles were reversed, like, I mean, God, I remember, oh, my God. And not that I'm, I almost said the person's name. I almost said, not that I'm so-and-so. But, like, I. I remember there was one time right when I was like going to get a divorce from a husband or like in like the husband days and I was having, I was at Italy. Did I ever take you to Italy in New York? I've been there. I don't think I've gone with you though. Oh my God, we have to go. And so I was sitting there with my friend Lizzie, who's a therapist. And I was telling her just like word vomiting about like husband and the fighting and like all the bullshit going on. And there was somebody sitting next to me, like a few like seats down. And I just got this feeling that she was a listener, but I was like, you're crazy. Like, who do you think you are? Like, you're not going to just meet a listener. And I ignored my instinct. And then like a half an hour after talking to Lizzie, I mean, word vomiting. This girl got her check, got up to go. And she was like, by the way, big fan. And I was like, fuck. Yeah. It, and it wasn't her fault. It's my fault. But yeah. I was just like, it's like, if somehow there was like some Reddit forum that then like was recanting every single thing I said, I would feel, it would feel like a violation. Correct. Right. Kind of like similarly. And I know you don't watch Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. No, but I'm fascinated by but by like, this finale. What would you do? Um, yeah, so basically, in case people don't know, so Salt Lake City, they basically found out that a girl who was a brand new cast member, who was like a full cast member, not friend of, full fucking cast member, yeah. that she, they found out at the end of the season in the finale, spoiler alert, that she was the woman behind this account called um, uh, Reality Von Tease. Apparently, Dina Von Tease is pissed and she's like, like taking action against the name, whatever. Oh my gosh. But um, it was a... Uh, Basically, a troll account dedicated to Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, like all of the castmates. It was intended to take down Jen Shaw, who's a legitimate criminal, and she's in jail now. Yeah. But like also the other women got like dragged too. And so like, what would you do? 
If you guys were, like, if, if I'm trying to think, like, who, if you found out that James Kennedy, when he came on, like, at the end of the season, was, like, the head of, like, a Reddit forum. Oh, my God. For Venom. No, like, the way that this this finale, I, again, I don't watch Salt Lake City. I don't watch Housewives. But I am fully paying attention and reading all the things about this finale. Yes. I am so shook. I am so like, how did Bravo not... This is the real question Like, now. did Bravo know? I, well, so, was that the point? Is that why she was brought on? So people, of course, like, the trolls be trolling now. Another troll, you know what I mean? It's like so wild. Trolls cannibalize each other. I fucking love it. <laughs> but basically now people are like, well, there's no way that... Bravo didn't know, so follow the line of thinking. So Heather Gay's the one that found out, okay? She's the one that delivered it at the end of the season. Heather, by the way, you had a great season, and I fucking, like, I was kind of, Heather really started to piss me off a couple seasons ago, but, man, she, her redemption tour was this season. Heather, you are fucking fire. So anyway, she's the one that brought the information to the table. She's the one that found out. Um, but it took all season long. Anyway, so people are saying that Jen Shaw, there's, like, actual documentation of Jen Shaw, like, I don't know, suing this um this troll account and uncovering that it was in fact Monica who also worked for Jen Shaw. So like obviously that ended their relationship, but Heather and Jen were besties. So like people are saying how in the world would Heather not know it was Monica? But then again, maybe she just didn't put two and two together and realize it was that Monica. I don't know. Uh, that just got way complicated. But then that's when people are like, okay, so they did know. And this was like storyline that like Heather and the producers must have worked on. But or they had to find a way to prove it. So it wasn't just like, you're this person. Speculative. Yeah. You know? But like, do you think that Bravo would cast a troll knowingly? I mean, maybe because it's kind of genius. It is kind of genius. Like, it's ridiculously genius. I honestly don't even care if they did because I, <laughs> I appreciated this season so much. Like, give them all the awards for award season. All the Emmys, all the Golden Globes, all the Oscars, and Grammys. I don't give a shit. Even if it doesn't make sense, just give it to them. Yeah, like, they need an EGOT. Literally. <laughs> give them a Tony. Um, I would feel, as a cast member, though, I would feel like I wouldn't want to film again. Yep. I would feel like my network betrayed me. I would feel like my production company, my producers betrayed me. I would I would feel unsafe. Yes. I I that 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 it's a it's a conflict of interest. It, it's as much as it makes for really good TV. Right. Like it kind of is unfair to the other cast members. Yes. It's like really actually like fucked up. I'm pretty sure so sh they did invite her to the reunion, three part. But I don't believe that she'll be asked back. Like, I think it'll be a one and done season. Yeah, I would imagine. Because I would I be shocked. I don't think the other women would be willing to film with her. Yeah, yeah, and it is like, it is like, it's disloyal for Bravo to continue to work with her after finding this out. And yeah. she did say that she was asked to leave like right then and there. Like, like two o'clock in the morning, they were like, get out. So she yeah. had to leave. And she hasn't seen anybody since and, until the reunion. But they had to bring her for the reunion. Did she go? Yes, she did. Oh, she went. Oh, yeah. She brought a burn book and all this shit. Oh, okay. Yep. All right. Well, I mean, she went to the reunion because she wanted to make that money. Of course. The reunion days are the most profitable days because especially depending on you're you're paid episodically. Uh -huh. So if you do a good enough job at the reunion to get a three part. Right. You're paid three episodes. Exactly. So like when people, I remember when we would do reunions and I'm like, you guys aren't bringing it. We're only going to get two episodes. I'm like, I want a third episode so that I can get paid for it. How horrible is filming a reunion? The worst day of the year. No like, matter what. Even no if matter, you've had a good season. Even if you've had a good season. Explain it to me. It, because it's like you have to rehash it's just all day long rehashing things that you have already gotten over okay got it and and so many people like tom sandoval and ariana they used to do this they used to come in fully fucking prepared i don't think this was ariana's fault i think this was tom sandoval like Fair. literally forcing i believe that her to, i like that. do this shit but like they he would come she had stockholm syndrome like yes yeah, literally yes like he would come in with like just like history books that like actually like had nothing to do with anything, but they he really thought he was gonna be doing something. You know what I mean? Does that he, make sense? Does that make he sense? He gives such cult leader vibes. It's beyond. Yeah, like truly, truly. And so like you never knew what he was gonna throw at you. You but never he, knew. like believed it at his core, even though it was like literally like he was doing girl math the whole time. Yeah, but in his mind, like he was like um, Stephen Hawking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yes. 
Correct. Like, and you ne- you just ne- you never knew what was gonna come at you. Oh. So like, you just gotta be. And also, it's 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 your one chance to defend yourself, and that's there's a lot of pressure on that. Right. Do you know what I mean? So like. You're like, should I prepare? Should I prepare what I'm going to say when someone asks me about like this, what I said, blah, blah, blah. And then like that's stressful to me to like prepare. So I'm like, fuck it. I'm not going to prepare. I'm just going to like really hope that my feelings just like come (laughs) through my words. Like, I don't know. My strategy would be I would just apologize for everything. Not because I'm like a bullshit. I'm just I'm pat myself in the back. I'm a really good apologizer. And I genuinely feel bad. Like, even if I didn't mean to do something, I still feel bad that it hurt somebody. Oh, it is the ultimate power move. And it is the ultimate shut someone up. To, like way to like yeah. move on like oh yeah like to apologize is like literally and own something is the only way so why succeed. doesn't literally anyone do it because everyone on reality has a is emotionally <laughs> stunted and yes it has a personality disorder <laughs> including myself okay like not I'm, anymore i'm i mean there's i still will always have a slight personality disorder or be a little emotionally stunted i will like, say last night in the uber ride home by the way my rating is now a 3.5 <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> You were actually, again, a pleasant, drunky girl, but literally you out the window screaming, I am the queen of of whatever, of Beechwood Canyon. It was this most Stassi shit I've seen in a long time, and it felt really good. Oh my gosh. No, I'm going to vomit. I can't, I can't exert that much energy right now. I watched that video 15,000 times this morning. Literally, I was laughing so hard I woke her up. Like, again, who the fuck do I think I am? The queen of Beachwood Canyon. Canyon. (laughs) But like, who else would be the queen of Beachwood Canyon? Your cousin. Stupid whore, you. Okay, we got to talk about it. Gypsy Rose Blanchard. Is that how I say your last name? (laughs) Okay, we have to talk about it. You haven't talked about it, and we're going to explain why. And it's actually, it's speaking, like, you no longer have a personality disorder because you are showing growth as a human being. Right. However, Uh so last week in the news, it came out that, headlines, we were on the flight out here, and we we got served this headline. Gypsy Rose Blanchard is related to this, like, celebrity. And you click on it, and the celebrity is none other than yours truly, Saucy. Which is... Of all the people in the world for her to be related to. So anyway, it was wild, though, because people were, like, reacting. I think it was E that, like, pushed the story out on Instagram, and then people, of course, were commenting. And so I saw some people be like, why is Stassi bragging about this? Uh, Stassi didn't say anything about this. No. The story came out because there was a genealogist who did your chart. Yes. Explain. Okay. I'm, like, let me just say... Okay, that that she could be related to anyone, almost anyone. The only reason that it's me right now that people are talking about yes is because this genealogist that found this out had done my had gone through my family history before. So she like she has like, done like, my, like with you. No, or, like oh, she just, just so she was you, curious. You never met this person before. No. <laughs> Interesting. Okay, good to know. And she, but she tagged me in it, and so like that's like how I I found out that like she like went and dug and dug into my history or whatever okay and so because she had already done my family history yes she noted as she was doing she was curious about gypsy rose and so as she was doing gypsy roses she noticed that some of the same names were popping up and so she then we're like oh wait okay and she put two and two together and that's how she found out that we're related back from this the 1600s you guys literally 400 fucking years ago we're all related yes. 400 years ago okay so just to be clear you did not push a story i out. did not this is the first time you're even talking about it yes i literally was like that day so many people dming me being like okay are you not gonna say anything i'm not gonna say anything i'm gonna need you to say something now i'm gonna need a comment and i'm like i don't know what to do i literally i'm like old stassi yes 25-year-old Stassi? Yes. Would have eaten this shit up. I would have made it a personality trait. I would have never stopped talking about it. I would have done 17 podcasts on it. I would have gone on Instagram Live. I would have literally, like, it would have been my new brand. Now, I, like, not to disappoint people, because I know everyone, like, wants me to be excited, but, like, I'm a mom. (laughs) And, like, it, that... It was like a 
complicated mother-daughter story. Very <laughs> complicated. And I like really, I genuinely don't know how I feel. I really don't know. And I, again, I feel like that's disappointing so many people because everyone's like, I know Sassy's just eating this up. She just loves this. I'm so, love this for her. Like so many people being love like, this love for- this for her. I'm like, but really? But do we? <laughs> I know. But you guys, like, what? No, I think your feelings are so, I'm so proud of you. You've evolved. You are mature. Like, because I'm with you. Like, I'm seeing her everywhere and I'm eating it up. But I'm also like, is this wrong that I'm eating this up? Yeah, it feels strange. Like, I'm, I, I, I don't know what What to to think. (laughs) I don't know what to think. Like, is she, is she a, a villain or is she a victim? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? I yeah. I don't know. And it's it's so complicated that I just don't want to talk about it. I wonder if she's a fan. <gasps> she doesn't follow me. Okay. I went and checked. How rude not to follow your family. No, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of this whole scenario, so we were all on a group chat with Bo. Can you pull it up, please? Bo said the funniest fucking shit. I was dying. About what? On the plane. I, you must have missed it. Um, so he, like, in reaction to this new story, we were, like, all group chatting back and forth in a group text, and then Bo, like, wrote out a timeline. Can you find it? <laughs> you want to read it? You read it. Oh, my God. I, 2022, Stassi Schroeder lends Meghan Markle, her daughter, for photo ops. 2023, Stassi Schroeder, question mark. 2024, Stassi Schroeder is cousins with Gypsy Rose. 2025, Stassi Schroeder lands lead role with Vince Vaughn in Hallmark rom-com. <laughs> I like where my future is headed. <laughs> Me too. What was 2023? I don't know. It's, I think... Maybe there's no stories about you. <laughs> but like seriously, oh my god, I'll never you lend your daughter to the royals. Yeah. It's just so crazy. No, it's you my, can't make this shit up. It's my favorite. I don't even want to call it a rumor. No, because I want truth. people to think it's real. I want people to think I did it. This episode of Taste of Taylor is brought to you by eHarmony. Finding someone who gets you is hard, right? Well, guess what? You're not alone. That's because we're human and there's a lot of different people out there, which is why eHarmony's personality-based dating app helps you find someone you can be your whole self with, someone you can be fully comfortable with. So if I'm thinking about the people that I'm the most comfortable with, my mom, duh, I'm like half her. So obviously she gets me. And now, of course, my wife, I can totally be myself with. It's an amazing thing. It is so freeing. It is so comfortable. And everybody deserves to be loved for who they are. True connection and compatibility are all about being seen, heard, and understood. That's why more people are turning to eHarmony. When you match based on personality, you're already one step ahead when it comes to getting to know one another. So try eHarmony and get started today for free. eHarmony, get who gets you. And now back to the podcast. Let's talk about my fake Chanel. Um, the way that I feel about <laughs> Gypsy Rose <laughs> is how I feel about your fake Chanel. I don't know how to feel. I'm fascinated and hate it at the same time. <laughs> I'm intrigued. Okay, for I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna pull it up. I'm gonna pull it up for anybody who's watching this episode. This is a fake Chanel. Okay, my Chanel. You know what? 2024 ins and outs out real Chanel. It's too fucking expensive. Mm. In fucking fake ones that you buy in New York City out of a cardboard <laughs> box. So it is so good. It is so huge. Two hundred dollars, bitch. I, I, and I'm telling everybody, I wore it to this Weight Watchers event and people were dying over this bag. And like, I am told to myself immediately, like people were like, oh my God, that bag. And I was like, thanks, it's fake. Like I tell on myself immediately. Yeah. I, I'm like, I'm honestly proud of it. Like, I'm like, I'm not a fucking sucker. Do you know how much this fucking bag would be if it was real? $10,000. Okay. This is the thing. Explain it. Why not? How about we just say really expensive designer bags? Cool. Out. That could be out because Fine. they are so fucking expensive and it is getting outrageous. It's outrageous. insane. Outrageous. Okay. Like, and they're doing it on purpose. They're pushing us out for, their, for the sake of their brand. Like they only want the most elite to be able to afford it. So fuck them. Okay. Okay. Why? Do, but, but why a fake? Why not embrace like smaller handbag designers that like- Because I'm a label whore. But- <laughs> But it's not a real label. 
it's but it's, it it's like a lie. It, it is. But a you're lie. telling everyone it's a lie. My life so is you're a, a lie. label whore, but you're saying it's a lie. So no. I, I I I hate I hate fakes. And this is the thing. I wanted to like them. I really did because it is dumb to spend that much money on dumb on shit. Like it really is. Like. But so after finding out about this like DH gate thing, yes. I went and I ordered. I can't believe you're telling people this because I'm never going to wear them. Right. Okay. I went and ordered. Give them to me. Yeah, you can have them. Okay, honestly. amazing. Do you, do you have to buy them off of you? Like I made you buy my shoes <laughs> off of me? <laughs> give me a 20. I do need cash. Okay. So, okay. Like, I have lots know, of cash. Just, like, right give now. me some cash. Uh-huh. Um, so I went and bought these like a beautiful red Merlot colored Chanel ballet flats. Yes. I got them in. They. I could, I cannot tell the difference between my real Chanel, the ballet flats that I already have. Yep. I hate them because I, I, they're not real. They're They're a lie. lie. They're a lie. lie. And I've tried to wear them out and I can't do it. Like I'll put them on in the house. (laughs) And before I leave the house, I'm like, "Mm, sorry, like you're, you're, you're not it. So if somebody said, I feel like I love your shoes, you would, you wouldn't, you wouldn't say they're fake, but you wouldn't be able to say thank you. Exactly. So you just, I would have just stared at that person. (laughs) (laughs) Here's the way I feel about it. I feel about it like. People say, when people say, oh my God, I love your Chanel bag, I'm, I'm so excited to tell them like it's fake because I'm really like, fuck the man. Like I really am. And so I like, I like the way a Chanel bag looks for a number of reasons. I like, I like, I like the hardware. I need something silver in my life. Crossbody, you can wear it over one shoulder. It holds a lot of shit. Like it's, and you beat it the fuck up. Like I... I, I love it for for like this style of it, mm-hmm. but I don't. I truly don't love it because people think it's real. Like I, I, lo- I actually like when I get to tell people. It's like I, it's like a badge of honor when I get to be like fake, fuck yeah. You know what I mean? I, I'm hearing you. I'm, I'm hearing you. I just think that I think it's, it's a, like cool. It's a missed opportunity to embrace all of these handbag designers that are trying to make it. You're right. And That's like, a very good there point. There are so many talented people out there with their own brands, their, their handbag brands that like, they're all under a thousand dollars. A lot of them under $500. Cult Gaia is awesome. Yeah. Cult Gaia is great. Like Pauline or whatever. I never know how to say it. Pauline or Pauline. Got me. Oh, you don't I'm even know. I'm over here buying fake Chanel's. You think I know anything about there, that? There's anything? just like, there's a lot of, there's a lot of handbag brands out there with really good handbags, nice leather, well-made. Why aren't we buying that? Why are we buying fake Chanel's? Because they're awesome. <laughs> no. Do you know the rush I got when I found this? I literally was walking by a guy who had a cardboard fucking box stock, stocky, stocky. <laughs> and it was like in a fucking sad little plastic no, bag. like, ew. And I was like, no, like I don't respect the bag and I love it. I think it is so fucking cute. I was on such a fucking high. You, I mean, this, this brought me more joy than if I had opened a real Chanel bag on Christmas. I swear to God. Just saying. Okay. She's fake and she's proud. All right. Well, your next step is, is a fake Birkin. I have one. <laughs> <laughs> it's red. I want to see it. It's good. I want to feel it. Yeah, it's really good. It's heavy as fuck. Ooh, please, please, please. If anybody listening owns a real Birkin, please, first of all, thank you for listening. We want to know if they're heavy or not. I want to know if they're heavy or not. Yeah, because yeah. my fake is so heavy. It's like, how could you, you could carry a toothpick in it and you would still break your fucking wrist. Yeah. So I'm like, how does anyone spend this amount of money? Did my side just burst? <laughs> no, why? If I'm like, looking, does it, why? It's like all in my eye. <laughs> like a liquid? That's disgusting. I can just see I it. I don't like it. Okay, let's <laughs> I don't like it. I feel uncomfy. I feel a bit weird too. <laughs> anyway, if you have a Birkin, let me know if they're heavy in the comments. I section. just like don't understand. I've talked about this on my podcast. How every single person, uh, everyone on on everyone that I follow on social media has a Birkin bag, and I just like, don't know when this happened. Like, yes, when did everyone all collectively save ten grand <laughs> and go it's out insane. and buy? The same bag. And they're all walking around like sheep yes, with the same with the fucking same bag. handbag that costs so much money. And there's also this, I like, I believe that there's like, um, like you're simultaneously proud of it and also ashamed because you know that everyone knows how much money you spent on it. Yeah. Again, why I like the fake because it's like, it's a little wink, wink. You know, it's like, oh, you think I spent this money, but I know my core. I don't have to feel guilty for like misspending money because I spent like, it, it costs less than a bag of fucking Zara. Right. 
Okay. So like, I mean, I'm, 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 never, I'm, I'm never, responsible. I never feel guilty about feel my s- Chanel bags. I feel guilt. I, I guess because like I didn't buy them recently. You know what I mean? I bought them back in the day. I know what you're saying. You know? And actually, you can't feel good about that because you actually got a, a, a normal price. Yeah. Like, it wasn't, it wasn't an obscene amount of... They weren't obscene. I wish I bought so many fucking Chanel's when I was married to husband. Oh, I, I wish that, like, when I went to Paris that I just, would like, stocked up. Like, I'm why did I not do that? so regretful. Yeah. I know my, my real black one... She's on her last fucking leg. That sucks. I'm sorry, because that's like my fave, my all-time fave. Just a classic. I, Just a classic. I can. I'm. I will never be able to afford to replace it ever. Yeah. Even on like resale websites, like if you go to like the real real or like you know maybe maybe I should start poking around. Yeah. Honestly, I, I gotta find this guy that sold me this or shit. Do the fucking. Listen, I know I'm doing SpawnCon for them, but like, I I feel like it's like the best comp- like the best situation Honestly, ever. Vivrell, I I support it. Yep, like to borrow bags and just like it's send so them back. Awesome. Like you can literally get a new Chanel bag every month, and like it's like why didn't I think of this? It's so, genius. I, should I start my own membership handbag company? Don't really feel like that's your energy. Like it's you know that's like a lot of work. Work. Well, I wouldn't do it. I would delegate. Oh, then yes, absolutely. I'll just put my name on it. I'll be your first member. And cash the checks. I love it. <laughs> okay, what else? Oh, oh my God. Okay, so Hartford's birthday, of course, real quickly. Let's just... I, you know, season six of Vanderpump Rules was yeah. my party planner. Okay. I remember. Season. I remember. And I should have stuck with it. You're really fucking good. Because I, I'm, I'm really great. <laughs> I'm really great at no, it. No, you're really gifted and talented. Thank you. This... Three-year-old birthday party was nicer than any party I've ever thrown for myself. It was better than my 40th, without a doubt. Um, It was amazing. It was probably nicer than my wedding. It was three times the amount of people as my wedding. That's insane. It was 100 people. It's not my fault. It's my kid's fault. She knows more people than I do. I have to ask you, was it outrageously expensive? This is, okay, I'm going to be really honest. Please. First of all, yes. Okay. I looked it. Second of all... I did an ad. I did SpawnCon okay. for this toy company for to- for Tony's. It's a toy that Hartford loves. Okay. And the guilt that I had about having her in my SpawnCon. Like, she was like the inspiration for the SpawnCon, essentially. Like, she was like, there was like footage of her playing with the toy, which like is fine. Normally, I would put that on my stories anyway. Right. But knowing that I was getting paid to do it made me feel so icky. Right. That I said every single cent that I make from this spawn con is going to pay for her birthday party. Okay. So I was like, yeah, Ow. let's do it up. Let's make it like the most extravagant fucking birthday party that was ever. A good because- deal in that case because that party was lit. Yeah. I had so much fun at a three-year-old's birthday party. I was Who like, knew? one princess? Fuck it. No, we're going to do four. They were <laughs> incredible, and it was freaking me out. Yeah, no. It, honestly, like, that party was... And this is... It's like, uh, we did it all ourselves. You did. Like, we literally did it all ourselves. Like, you don't need a party planner. Like, you can do it. You did I, it with low and bow. Yes. Literally. Like, I went in my attic and got the decorations out of things that I've saved and like things that I've like bought and collected. Like we full on hustled and did it ourselves. But yeah, it was still really expensive because the vendors are obviously expensive. But it was, it was And I didn't want to do anything for free. I didn't want to do like an exchange post thing like nope. for any of the vendors. I was like, I don't want to do that this time. Like I literally just want to know that I'm paying for something and I'm going to get what I'm paying for. Like whenever you do like the exchange, like, oh, we'll do this for free if you tag us. Right. It's just, it always just like gets complicated and then like they're like not happy with like how much, like you didn't post enough or like, you know, the tag isn't big enough or like. It's always more than you expect. Yeah. And I'm like, no, like I don't feel like dealing with that. Like I'm just going to use my SpawnCon money on it. (laughs) That's so crazy. It was amazing. I love your friends. I really do. Thank you. Like, I love your crew of friends. It's so like, it hit me when we were there. It was like, I'm actually here and having fun. You know? Yeah. Well, like, didn't you say that you had anxiety at my Halloween party, though? 
Yes, but that's because I was hot and in a troll outfit. Okay. And I looked so ugly. Okay. And I knew I looked ugly. Okay. So I was like meeting people, not as myself. Okay. It was very strange. All right. I you understand know? that. But like even like from the Halloween party, like I recognized so many people at this party. It was like, oh my, it was like, there. it was just very familiar, you know? Yeah. And I really don't like going to parties and small talking like at all. Yeah. So to like catch myself, like actually really enjoying myself. That's really lovely. No, that means so much to me. You have good people around you. That's the point. Thank you. That's what I say about Jackie Schimmel. I know, and I co-sign that as well. Jackie has, we've talked a while ago about, she was like, I I literally have friends from forever. Like, I never not have friends from, From like, and I'm like, I'm like bad at that. I think I'm getting a lot better though. I mean, not everyone needs to be friends with their friends from childhood. Like, if you don't have friends from childhood, that's okay. It's not like like a reflection of you being a shit person. No, it's not at all. But, like, she's just collected good people over her life, and she keeps her circle tight. And and I I think, like, that's just, like, it is what it is. Yeah. You know? You went to her holiday party? Yeah. Yeah. Hanukkah party. And it was? It was just so much fun. And, again, I don't like small talk either. I don't like going places where I don't know people. I don't, Mm. like, like, I... No, and I had so much fun because I'm like, oh, there, everyone here is like good people. I wish and, I was there. And now uh, I feel like that's so nice that my You're daughter's those birthday party is, You're those people. is good people. This episode of Taste of Taylor is brought to you by Talkspace. To know me is to know that I am obsessed with therapy and my therapist. She literally is my favorite person on the face of the planet. She's tied with my mom and my wife. But yeah, I have lots of people with lots of questions, even friends that hear me and my wife talk about like couples therapy. They're like, ooh, I'm intrigued. I want to get involved. But then they like get scared. If you think seeing a therapist or a psychiatrist would be helpful, but you don't know if you have the time to find one, to meet with them, or maybe you're scared about being able to afford them, well, guess what? Try Talkspace. By doing everything online, Talkspace has made getting you the help that you want easy, accessible, and affordable. So here's the deal. With Talkspace, you can sign up online and get a personalized match with a provider that's right for you, typically within 48 hours. So convenient because you get to have virtual sessions with your licensed therapist from the comfort of your own home. And Talkspace can help with any specific challenges that you might be facing. It's the number one online therapy platform with licensed therapists in over 40 specialties, including anxiety, depression, substance abuse, relationship issues, and so much more. They've got you covered. Also, Talkspace is secure and private using the latest end-to-end bank-grade encryption technology to store client information and complying with the latest HIPAA regulations. And Talkspace is affordable and in-network with most major insurers. So what are you waiting for? No more excuses. And as a listener of this podcast, you'll get $80 off your first month with Talkspace. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash Taylor. That's T-A-L-K-S-P-A-C-E dot com slash T-A-Y-L-O-R to get $80 off your first month and show your support for me and the show. Again, that's Talkspace.com slash Taylor. And now back to the podcast. Speaking of friends and loyalty, we have to talk about this Timothy Chalamet thing with Selena Gomez and Taylor Swift and Kylie Jenner and all this kerfuffle that happened. I think it's bullshit. At the Golden Globes. I think it's bullshit and I think it's not true, but I don't know enough. So tell me. There was a meme that was going around after the Golden Globes where basically um, Selena Gomez went over to Taylor's table, their besties, and Taylor was there with Miles Tenner's wife, Kaylee something, Sperry. Yeah. Very pretty. and Really pretty. Oh my God, stunning. And Selena was telling them a story and they both simultaneously <gasps> gasped. Like Taylor's was more subtle, but Kaylee's was like, whoa, like she like pulled back. Yeah. Um, and so then of course, send in the lip reading experts. So all yeah. these lip reading. So people were speculating that Selena asked to take a picture with Timothy Chalamet right. and Kylie Jenner said no, right. or he said no because of Kylie or something like that. So then page six, like, I don't know, a couple days later, they hired a lip reader who literally found, wait, I wrote it down. I wrote it down. Um, so this is what the lip reader said. Selena literally said, okay? okay, he didn't want a pick with me. He said no. And you can clearly see in the video. She says something about something, something. No. So yeah, he didn't want a pick with me. He said no. That is a lip reader said that. How do we know it's Timothy Chalamet? What if it was any other person who was there that night? Okay. So show now, me the footage of Selena going up to Timothy and turning around. Where there, which there isn't, which there is not. Exactly. So like she could have asked anyone for a photo, but 
and I will say, so TMZ just caught up with him in, in a parking lot. He, like, thought he got away. He was like, oh, shit. And they were like, are you and Selena Gomez still friendly? Because they did, like, a TV show together, a movie together, like, a million years ago. Okay. And this is, so the headline was, like, Timothy Chalamet breaks his silence on the drama with Selena Gomez. This is his quote. Yeah, of course. That's all I gave. That's so... so le- I was so excited to tell you the story. And then I read it and I'm like, what a fucking nothing burger, TMZ. Okay. So the drama with Haley Bieber, Kylie Jenner, Kendall Jenner was versus Selena Gomez, yes, right? Yes, it was the eyebrow, the, the eye- eyebrow thing. Right. Um, but then she was seen with Haley. Didn't they like have a meal together? No, that was a misunderstanding. Oh. They were they were at the same place, but they did not dine together. Correct. Oh, um, okay. Then then this actually does continue to feed into this narrative. For okay. Me. So for the sake of fun, let's, let's just have say fun. it's true. Let's, let's just say it's, let's just say it's true. I think Selena sounds like the one in the wrong. Don't talk shit about my best friend. I'm I'm just saying like. If she doesn't get along with Kylie Jenner, okay, and she goes up to her boyfriend, to her boyfriend, and said, "Can we take a photo together?" Like, I'd be like, "Right, what the fuck do you think you are? What are you doing? Right, what I are you doing? Yeah, like if my arch enemy, yeah, wanted to like interact with Tay, I'd be like, "Get the fuck out of here." Yeah, That's my person. I'd be like, "We don't like each other, and this is my person, and he has my ba- like, where you know what I mean? It's giving Kristen Doty." <laughs> The night before I got engaged at the Witches of Weo wine party. <laughs> no, you didn't. Yes, Remind I... me. Remind me. <laughs> I did not think we were going to go here. And I love this. Go. Me and Bo got in the biggest fight because the night before we got, we got engaged at the Witches of Weo wine party because so Chris and I had been fighting. Like we were like not good. We were like not friends that whole season or whatever. Right. And she was trying to be all buddy buddy with Bo and she was trying to that's, be besties with Bo. Sorry, Kristen, but that's such a Kristen thing to do. Yeah. And yes. she was just, and I was like, no, like, th- th- like, no, this is my person. And then Mine. I was upset that Bo wasn't, wasn't like, fully having my back he was like well I don't know what to do like I don't know I would kill Taylor he didn't he didn't really do anything wrong he just didn't he it's hard he didn't shut it down which is like an impossible request to make because it puts our your partner in such a weird position but I totally co-sign what you're saying and Kristen's like we were friends before you and I'm like no that doesn't we don't so I don't care if Selena and Timothy were friends before Kylie right like now I don't, he's I don't mind and we don't get along. Exactly. So like team Kylie if this happened. But I well team Selena always. Sure, I love always. Selena. But I'm just saying Selena why she didn't sh- that was stupid. But I will say like this reminds me Selena, I get you girl. This reminds me of the time that I made out with a boy because okay, I kissed a boy in college. Him and his girlfriend were very on again, off again, on again, off again and they happened to be off and when they were off his girlfriend like entered into a love triangle with my friend and this guy that she was like kind of seeing. So like this girl was like fucking over my friend. Uh And so out of solidarity and loyalty in my friendship, I went and kissed this girl's like on again, off again boyfriend to make her mad, to punish her for coming into my friend zone. That was complicated. But I did it. That was messy. I was trying to, I'm trying to, I think I am. I basically kissed a boy I didn't want to kiss just to piss off a girl, just to get back at a girl for my friend. Okay. It doesn't. And it worked. She was mad. It doesn't really sound like the same thing. (laughs) It's totally the same thing. It's completely the same thing. It doesn't sound like what Selena Gomez and I are the same person. (laughs) Selena. Hey girl. Hey, I'm still here. Come on the pod. Um, uh, yeah, I, I see what you're saying, but you know what I, for me, I think you just need confirmation. Like, let's just, please. So they, like, I want to know who doesn't like each other. So I know which team to pick. Right. Like, why the secrecy? I honestly, I think that the Kardashians don't like Selena Gomez and Taylor Swift. I think yes. that, that it's very clear. Yes. And after Taylor Swift's um, Time Stating. magazine. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, like, incredible. Like, it's very clear she does not, She she's still very hurt by the Kardashians, and that's not going to go away. That's not going to go away. So the fact that she's best friends with Selena Gomez, and Selena Gomez has this thing with Haley Bieber and yep. the Jenners. Like it's just, yeah, it's it's two teams. It's it's two teams. Do we pick a side or do can we pick both sides? Because I kind of like I want to. If I had to pick, I'd pick Taylor. But I, whenever I watch the Kardashians, I just am I reminded can't pick a side. how much in love I am with them. I can't pick a side, and this is the thing: a feminist wouldn't pick a side. You're right, and we're feminists. Yeah, 
I mean, I think don't we, we just are. scream yeah. feminism? I just feel like why to to say that we have to pick a side. I think some people are like, yeah, you want to be loyal to the person that you're a fan of. No, like that's just like not good to like put these women together and, to and pit them and, to pit them together, even if they already are like don't like each other. Right. Like and forced to just like pick which one is better than the other. And like no, like situations are complicated yeah. nuance no one is just fully wrong and totally. no one is just fully right totally so like i pick both i want to be part of both of their squads you know what 2024 out picking teams in yeah, yeah, yeah. staying neutral first of all hold on hold on hold on hold on i have something to say why does everyone feel compelled yes to post what they think is in and out like i give a fuck <laughs> The amount of people posting, like, I'm literally, like, was on social media just trying to scroll Instagram, seeing, like, what people are, like, wearing or, like, what they're doing, how their New Year's Eve was. <laughs> I want to look at some sequin mini skirts, like, you know, like, what's the vibe? What are the cool kids out there wearing? And all I saw were people posting what they think is in. <laughs> For 2024 and what is out and I'm like who asked you and what makes you the authority welcome to literally the internet literally <laughs> it's just people giving unsolicited opinions I hated it I hated it you know what I'm so embarrassed because I'm like such on a trend I didn't do it but I was jealous I didn't do it really I liked it no good good for you okay well no and and you know everyone on top of that I know it's you know it's already been a week yeah but like I'm still not over it. I hate uh -huh. the end of the year wrap ups. Oh. Like I don't care about how your year was, and I don't want to see the montage with a song. <laughs> like I don't, I don't fucking care. I already saw it throughout the year. Like I already saw the things that you've been I, posting. This is so refreshing because again, the way I felt, like I feel bad about myself. At, and I feel anxious, I feel stressed, and I feel, like, lazy because I'm not compiling one of these, like, 2023 no. wrap-ups. And it makes me, I get jealous when I see people do them, and I just, I don't have the bandwidth. Do you ever watch them? I Yeah. I, I don't. Every, I scroll right past. I am the world's worst influencer. You know I can't fucking make a montage of a year. Talk about stressful. And there are so many other things I need to be doing right now than making a montage of my ear for, for those of you to see. Y'all don't care. I love this energy. It makes me feel so free. It's yeah. so liberating. Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah. Ha ha. How embarrassing to my wife. She made one lose You know what's even worse? Oh, you did. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's worse? Uh... The people who post their fucking Spotify wrap up shit. I did that. I don't care. I did it because it was so funny. Because I, I don't listen to Spotify. So there's a singer named Karuk. Uh-huh. And they sing the song called Emergency Contact. And it's so random and it's so obscure. I found them on um, Instagram. Okay. Um, did you ever hear the song? I'm sorry to everybody because I'm going to trigger everybody. If I were a fish and you caught me, you'd say, look at that fish. No. Nope. I was in a dark place and it really spoke to my soul. Okay. So anyway, so I started following Karuk. And then Karuk came out with this song. That song's annoying as fuck, okay? I, I've just ruined my whole day by singing it. And I've right. ruined everybody else's if you know the song. But... They came out with a song called um, Emergency Contact, and it's a fucking vibe, and it's the only thing I listen to on Spotify. <laughs> so it was like so it my was number only one, and for it was everything. Only okay, that's funny, hilarious. That's funny. You are you are acquitted, and I listened to like it. It, it, it was only like eight times. So like right. my wrap up was like I don't use Spotify. Do you, where do you listen to music then? I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, like where do you listen to music? You know what the truth is. You don't no. listen to music? Actually, and we'll save this for our podcast, Taylor Donahue, my wife. She is a music, like, Oh, she does Stalin. the music. Stalin. Yeah, She's yeah. a dictator of my of my eardrums, and she never lets me play any music. Oh, okay. That's fine, though. There's Every relationship has one, but that's Bo. So annoying. Um, oh, it is so Bo. Wait. And he loses his mind on tour when it's your music? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but can I just say, also, yes. Yes. another thing that really... This, this made me anxious. What I don't like is everyone posting their like most listened to podcasts and me feeling like I had to like repost everyone's to prove that like right. my podcast is popular or something. Right. And I literally texted Lo. I'm like, 
do I have to repost these things? Like, I like no one cares that like no one wants to see like oh so and so it's their number one podcast or it's like it's on a chart. Like no I one wants you're to saying. see that. But like Lowe's like you probably you, should. No, she's right. But I know what you're saying because I'm like nobody wants no. The only people that are gonna get a thrill of me reposting us are people who I'm reposting, right? And everybody else is just like because some people might be like yeah you were my number one too, but like so but, either people feel left out or they're like I don't care. But I also felt like. I like if I, I wasn't to, like, posting it, then that, like, that people would think that no I was one, failing. That's what I mean. I, that's exactly what I'm saying. Like that. That's why I was asking Low. I was like, do I have to do this so that it, uh-huh. so that just for the optics? Also, for not the way that it looks to people. Being number five on everyone's list. Everyone's list was like you, the toast, um, Jackie, like all of the players, like Giggly Squad, and it was just like, like man, coming in hot at number five every time. I'll, I'll fucking take it in that group. But Jesus Christmas, I really can I get a one. I don't really care about what number I am, actually. That, like, didn't bother me. Really? Yeah, no, that didn't bother me. Oh. Because I'm like, maybe they just didn't like some of the guests that I had. And so, like, they wouldn't listen to them. And maybe it was maybe it was my I episodes. just didn't think it was maybe me. Maybe I dragged I, down your average. I didn't think it was personal. It wasn't about me. If it was just about me, I'd be number one. <laughs> Speaking of losing listeners because I'm on Straight Up Astasi once a month, Pop Culture Hour. Remember that bitch that left me a voicemail? Yes. We talked about this on Straight Up Stassi, right? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So real quick. Oh, I actually did a whole solo podcast about it. So you guys know that woman that left a voicemail mm-hmm. um, for me saying, so mad about Brittany Mahomes, saying she's never listening to, I'm never listening to Stassi's podcast again. Mm-hmm. Um, she really laid, in, laid into me, laid into me. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't play the voicemail, but I did a dramatic reading of it in my solo podcast mm-hmm. um, because I didn't want to play it because I was worried. I mean, listen, if you leave a voicemail for us uh, at taylorshrecker.com, we actually, there's a disclaimer that we can use it on the air. Yeah. So, so you can probably could, but um, we decided not to, whatever, whatever. But we listened to it when we got here with Stassi and Bo. Mm-hmm. Tell them what you told me. It's not real. It's AI. I mean, it's real. Someone it's real. Someone it. typed it. Someone typed it. But this is not that woman's voice. It is Robot Vibes AF. <sighs> like the fact that you guys like didn't catch that, it creeps me out. I cannot you believe. You thought someone just spoke that way? I thought she went Play in a it. fury of anger. Roll the tape, roll the tape. I think she went in, in, a, in, a, in a rage. I think she, she was went. so calm. And I think, <laughs> she was so calm. But I think she went and she wrote out a script. But you're right, who the fuck And she that? articulated so well. Like she, you, she, the, 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 not articulate. She, um, what's that yeah, called? The, yeah, she enunciated. Yeah, but she did say, um. And would a robot say, um? Play the tape. Your take on Brittany Mahomes on Stasi's podcast was absolutely disgusting. I've never heard of you before, um, and I hope I never do again. Brittany Mahomes is a lovely person. She is very well liked, loved, and respected here in Kansas City. Taylor Swift chose to be her friend. That's why she's in the group. Ridiculous that you have an opinion about it. Taylor Swift is a girl's girl and likes other girls and good friendships. I'm sorry you don't know about that. I will not listen to Stasi's podcast again. And of course I won't listen to you because I don't know who you are. Gross. I take it back. Oh my God. I take it back. It's real. It's real. It's real. Oh my God. Why was I so convinced? You were so, you and Bo both shaved us. It's now it's clear that she wrote it out like the biggest loser on the face of the planet. I'm sorry. Yeah. But this is the thing. This is why I think it, it could still be AI is like the, 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 no, the inflection where she goes and I won't be listening to you because I don't even know who you are. And That's I don't think not AI. Yeah. I don't think AI would know Stassi. Oh yeah. It would get, it would get messed up on Stassi. Unless AI is that genius, which it is. Which it is. You got well, it. I mean, listen, Bo was saying that people were literally scamming people and like taking their children's voices. Yeah, correct. No, I'm back on Team AI. I think I'm back on Team AI. I don't know. I, I think you could type in what you wanted the AI to say. And what, what, what would you type in? You're disgusting. I don't know who you are. <laughs> Gross. I love the ending. It's so amazing. Gross. The passion. I I hope it's real because I like this narrative of her like going home and writing it and then like practicing it and then like keep calling back and like like can you imagine that's like that's the thing that like she she was so calm. So. I would imagine that if I were to be leaving a mean voicemail on a radio host's 
hotline number that like I'd be kind of like nervous my voice would be a little shaky right you know like she was so fucking calm and and I mean when you have it written out and you've rehearsed it 25 times and you have a bottle of wine in you I mean you can accomplish anything it was so clear there was no wine you're right there was no wine that was a sober person that's even scarier scarier. That's scarier. Like at least alcohol's a reason. I'm like, yeah, at least you're like, all right, alcohol. yeah, totally. Like you were, you were fucked up, fine. <sighs> but no, yeah. Um, well, I want her to come back. Oh, her? Yeah. yeah, girl, come, come on the podcast. Leave another VM. You got a great voice. You deliver things so well. I want to know if it's you. Yeah, me too. Record yourself. <laughs> slide into Taylor's DMs. <sighs> maybe I, maybe I'll just have to. We'll have to go talk a little more shit on Brittany Mahomes to just like get her get her riled up. I, yeah, look cuz she's probably she doesn't know who I am, don't forget. So yeah, she's right, not right. going to hear this, but she might just be tempted enough to come back in 2024 to straight up Astasi. So let's 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 dangle the carrot yet again. Yeah, we're going to have to keep keep up the Brittany Mahomes thing. Ah, uh, you know I'm happy to. <laughs> so anyway, new year not n- new year say me. <laughs> new year, new you. What was that? The Gypsy Rose stuff. <laughs> Wait, it was so intense. It was like you just had some crazy epiphany. And it was so, it was so like real and earnest and and just like positive. (laughs) But like, like it was so innocent. Like it was. (laughs) My sty, don't make me laugh. It's going to burst. Oh, all right. Anyway, I gotta go co- put a compress on my face. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go vomit. <laughs> you guys, that is it for us, Stassi. I love you so much. Love you too. You guys follow Stassi if you don't already. Um, at Stassi Schroda. Also, Stassi has a podcast straight up with Stassi. Check it out. I'm on there uh, once a month, so pop culture hour as well. Mm-hmm. And um, of course, Patreon. Patreon.com slash the good, the bad, the baby, or no. is it just Stassi? Stassi. Stassi. And of course, you can listen to episodes of. The good, the bad, the baby. Word. Word to your mother. And watch them. And watch them too. Yeah. Guys, that's it for us. Have a great rest of your week. Until next week, bye, girl, bye. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services.